The Whoa. bottle changes colors in the freezer. You're not supposed to freeze brown liquor. But it says you should on the bottle. Dave, They've made a brown liquor that's Packaging nice. and quality of what's in the package. We've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave, who's I'm... making it easier for CDS to do his editing cuts. Which is just freaking me out. This is Perrin. And this is CDS saying, I don't need your help, Dave. Oh, now you've done it. Challenge accepted. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, really, I really don't have any sympathy for you anymore. Because that was like... If I lick this socket, yeah, I'm Meredith, and I can tell that this is just a problem already. Good luck, CDS. We're going to make your life very easy. No, I mean, no, compared to any other time Dave's on the show. I mean, the one time I've seen him try and help you, and you just slap his hand away. Never wow. again. No. I mean, I was relatively surprised that he decided to jump in after a five-second pause. Usually he'd wait till somebody else started to say something before, you know. I know. Never again. Maybe they just love the out-of-context I don't blame blurs. you, man. That oh, was I, harsh. I, fun out-of-context blurs, I, 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 I leave at the front of the episode. So when I do the edit, like... If he's jumping in at the like immediate at someone's talking, yeah, I just have to find the right line to do it. But, I mean, there is the get. It's not really that hard. It's just the time-consuming. And I like to mock you. And so... Okay, well, he has a point there. Marking can be good. If he wears a hat, we wouldn't see it. <laughs> I mean, this this is the game that we've been playing for 142 episodes now. Uh-huh. Are you sure that's the episode count? <laughs> we've talked about this, Dave. <laughs> you seemed pretty unsure during the break. And then we talked about it and solved the problem. So, yes, Dave, I'm sure. Okay. Do we just decide that your math was wrong? <laughs> Never. Because isn't this the end of the season? Shouldn't we be at 144? That's just gross. Oh. I'm so, yeah, no, I'm really not really was uncalled for. You're welcome, James. <laughs> Looking out for you. So, but so, so what are we starting with tonight, sir? I don't know. Some whiskey. You'll find out. Booze. Booze. Duh. This would be the McAllen. Edition number three. <laughs> I'd swear they've had more than three editions, but I guess I'm wrong. That's yeah, a limited edition series, you know. Sell more bottles, make more money. In the cheerful yellow bottle, if you're looking at the at the store. This is last year's edition, or I guess 2017's edition. Yeah, it's 2017's edition. So. So, uh, good luck with that, and our apologies for sitting on it for this long. It's a McAllen, and I wasn't motivated. Yeah. It's got little bits of gold trim. Doesn't doesn't the yellowness make you want to drink it more? Uh, no. I mean... <laughs> I mean, the... So, sort of, because, you know, if, if, it, if I was going to do a lantern core, yellow, it's a possibility. It's, I mean, it's it's a it's a very kind of mustard yellow bottle. Yeah, it it did rather stand out on the shelf. It's not urine like at all. It's not no. banana like at all. It's very more banana like, but it's not quite brown enough to be saffron. The 
Ring, ring. Who's there? Banana scotch. <laughs> ring a dong, ding, dong, ding. <laughs> banana scotch. <laughs> I've got this mouth feeling. It's so I get banana. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> we should get together and drink. <laughs> banana. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, banana. Um... Some nuts. So I'm getting kind of a Christmas cake. Banana. Little nuts of caramel, maybe. But that might just be the caramel color. It is pretty dark. I mean, the caramel color does, in fact, add caramel flavor to it as well. No matter what they say. Oh, my God. And McAllen does like to, you know... I had the lever down on the caramel color. They, they do have a rather heavy hand with that. Yeah. I'm getting a bit of an alcohol burn off the nose as well. Yeah. A little bit. No, I mean, uh, not, a, not a major one, but it's it's present. It's alcoholic Christmas cake. Part of me wants to try this in a different glass, because I'm not getting as much of a nose as, as I might otherwise. The glass isn't bad, and I won't ask for procedural change, my friend, but... So, Dave, would you like to pontificate on the subject of my glasses that Your you glasses hated blow. since I got them? They always have. Always will. Okay. That wasn't much of a pontification. I mean, well, it's no. more of an out-and-out out condemnation. Am. He didn't feel like challenging Scott Lynch at the moment. Okay. I'm getting bits of vanilla. Do, do you guys catch that? Yeah. Yeah? I'm trying to... Um, banana, vanilla, caramel, a little alcohol... A lot of alcohol. Um, walnut. That's what I was trying to think of. Mm-hmm. That that kind of um, nuttiness, but with that little bitter hint at the end. That at least that's how walnuts always seem to me. I don't eat walnuts, so I'm the but I, I get what you're saying with the with the walnuts. Well, <sighs> it's, it, it, it's an alcoholic Christmas cake with walnuts on it. That's exactly what I'm getting. Like, so it's it's nose and its palate match, and oh the alcohol. Yeah, I Whoa. guess I, I guess we have to drink now. It's everyone's sort of like, we could just talk about the nose longer. What? No, I drank already. Yeah, we we we'd been drinking. I, I think you're like, like the ball game here. It's a little bit vanilla. It's a little bit sweet. I like that, but whoa, that alcohol. It, it yeah. is not. It is it is a little bit coarse. Oh, and the Perrin face. Makes its appearance. Oh. Oh. That's some... Ah. Uh, you know, when I'm drinking, I like to have a good thought about licking a rasp. A nice metallic... An iron rasp. None of your cheap modern crap. But a nice old iron rasp. That's that's how this feels to me. Do you like just a hint of rust on that? Or, or, or no, just no. Mirror, mirror no, thing? nice and... Uh, Chrome rest. I'm quality. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to do a a reset with the lovely True Stone coffee. It's um, Uh, True Stone coffee. True Stone coffee. Friends of the show. True True Stone coffee. I'm sorry, that's an apropos of nothing joke, but they (laughs) emphasize different. Anyway, um, yes. Do you mean True Stone coffee? I do (laughs) mean True Stone coffee. Ah. I always thought it was Trust One. Hmm. Trust. Trust one coffee. Yeah, like super one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you promo can... code Scotch for ten percent off on on the website, which I believe is 
uh, TrueStoneCoffee.com. It is, in so, fact. It, which I, I, I am going to need to hit them up again because the, the Sumatran is almost gone after a year and a half. Because well, I go through coffee so fast, being mostly off caffeine. So with water, the nose doesn't exist. It gets, it gets less, but it's still effectively the same. It's just muted, but it's yeah. the same. Uh, maybe isn't a, really a little changing. almondy. Uh, for me, it came out a little more almondy than yeah. than before. But I mean, it's a little nuttishness, a little sweetness. Um, nothing terribly unusual from what it was. Just muted. And, and I would say, I mean, it's, it's bitter almond, too. It's not... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like my life. It doesn't bitter and nutty. get better with water. It's still pretty rough and harsh, and I added more water than I usually do because I was smart and looked at the label and saw that it was 47 or 48 percent. Yeah, I went a little heavy on water. 48.3? I, wow. I, I haven't yet. My plan was to hit it hard afterwards, but the... The light water that I'm getting, it's kind of a... There's a particular cookie style that I'm getting out of it now. Snickerdoodle? Maybe. I would believe Snickerdoodle, 100%. You know, I part of me feels like this reminds me quite a lot of a guilty pleasure. And I think the sure. moment you said Snickerdoodle, I was like, yeah. I don't want to it, like it, this thing, but it, I'm it, enjoying it, this. It is Snickerdoodle. And now it I is, because that's what caramel color does. Yeah. The long, <laughs> I will say, I'm not getting the Snickerdoodle, but the long finish is giving me um, uh, an iodine bitterness. Wow, yeah. Oh. At the very end. Oh yeah, no, this is not super pleasant. I yeah, uh, and heavily watering will only emphasize the iodine. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm 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 ta- I'm taking my medicine now. One drop of water really brought out the snickerdoodle notes in the nose. I appreciated that. However, oh gosh, that was how did that happen? <laughs> I, what what I have to wonder. <laughs> Whoops! My un- my unsteady hand. That's right. Splash! Glug glug. Oh, what Whoops. have I done? What have I done? Um, I you gotta wonder: is Snickerdoodle an international thing? I hope so. I hope so too. But I mean, like, I don't, isn't it like a Girl Scout thing? No, that's not me. But I mean, if you if you go to Scotland okay. and you you're like. At a distillery, I got Snickerdoodle, and they're like, "Gesundheit, get out of my distillery!" With a sheep? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but you get the sheep sick. Don't I, Snickerdoodle those. I was gonna say <laughs> the it, short end of the sheep. It, it, it may perhaps be known by another name, but I, I, I imagine that style of biscuit sure. is uh, mm-hmm. is existent. Across I only the pond. hope it's universal. Notes of toffee, maybe. Maybe toffee is. A more universal snickerdoodle, toffee and cinnamon. But I bet they. But I would not say that about this whiskey, really. Lemonade is different in every other country in the world than than the United States. Or as we like to say, wrong. Tell me about this mysterious lemonade tradition. So, lemonade is only lemonade in the States. Everywhere else, it is a sparkling lemon drink. Ah. So, Sprite. Yeah, if you go to if you go to England and say, "Could I have a lemonade?" You get Sprite. <laughs> you get Sprite. If you do, and, it, and a shocked expression at least the first time. It's fun. Why? Why are they shocked? No, no you're shocked. Oh, I see. They <laughs> hand you this glass and you go, "Hmm, lemonade." I, that's not lemonade. And you look what at it hell? and you're like, "What the shit is this?" And they're like, "It's lemonade." And you're like, 
That's not lemonade. That's Sprite. Okay, so this makes sense. I was talking with a colleague about drinking a shandy, which is often beer mixed with lemonade, only their lemonade is carbonated. And he mm-hmm. mentioned, I said, aren't you concerned about the difference in carbonation then? And he's like, oh no, not at all. It's not an issue. And it didn't occur to me that it wasn't because he was fine with something being less bubbly, but that, ah, uh, mm, my world has changed. <laughs> so, so, so now the important poured, question. They, they poured lemon lime into your beer. The important question is if you wanted an American lemonade, how can you get it? Lemon juice with sugar? Yeah, um, there is a something, but I can't remember what They it. have to Rochambeau you for it first. They do Best have it, but it's not... It's not really a thing in most places because, like, lemonade is actually, like, fresh squeezed lemons and water and sugar, and most of Europe doesn't grow lemons, so Mm. they... That's that's why they invented scurvy. You could do a watered-down limoncello. The, um... The uh, there, there's a number of things if you're in Europe, uh, especially Britain. I I can't speak to the, the rest of Europe, but in the UK, uh... You will have fucking place. Interesting experiences. I know you, they drink gin there. Um, we we got a when we were in Scotland, we we had traveled all night. And we were starving. We were waiting for the car rental place to open. It just we would have damn near eaten anything. And it turns out there were limits because we went to a bagel store or a coffee shop and they had bagels. We were like, oh, thank God we're saved. And they handed us a bagel and we realized it was a bagel described by someone who read about it once while they were in America. The British are not known for their food. It was a salty horror story. And we each took a bite and looked and almost cried and threw the rest away. It was... Uh I mean, when you're starving and you're like, I'll eat anything... And then you mm. find something that you're like, accept that. Yeah. And, yeah. You it, know, the more time I spend with this, the more I'm getting caramel color. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a very dark color. Yeah. If I never go back to England, it will be too soon. A generous man. <laughs> I think the only reason that I would ever go back to London voluntarily would be to ride the TGV. What is that? That is the uh, train that goes from... London to Paris. Ah, I actually... I'm sorry, go ahead. It goes on to the English Channel. Yeah. Technically, it lands in Calais, but whatever. I, I have to say, I, I love the UK and England and London. I mean, I, I understand. I'm not... It's a miserable place filled with miserable fucking people. I had a great time. I, I, I'd go for the sole purpose of visiting Ryan, and, and that would be pretty much it. Um, because, you know, he knows how to cook and can find the places that have palatable food. Because, you know... Pub Tika. Mm. The Macallan edition number three is the result of a collaboration between our master whiskey maker, Bob Delagarno, and Rohan Dove, one of the world's most innovative and respected perfumers. Exceptional oak casts are the single greatest contributor to the outstanding quality, natural colors, and distinctive aromas of the flavor of the Macallan. The power of aroma in whiskey making is unquestionable, and it is this power which makes the approach to edition number three truly mesmerizing. This limited edition whiskey has been shaped not only by the use of exceptional oak casts, but also the sensory and aroma adventure 
nature of the collaborators. Rojo brought his skill to the distillery, nosing a range of whiskey samples and interpreting the character and aromas he encountered. Bob then utilized Rojo's articulation of the aromas to select dominant notes, balancing the dried fruits and citrus of the Herdosa cask and the light vanilla flavors of the bourbon cask and the florals and fresh cut oak from the European and American oak casks with the sherry element and heavier notes of the Dervasa cask, oh which the McAllen is renowned for. Cask use in the edition number three. First fill, dark colors. That would be... Oh, okay. First, second fill, lighter colors, delicate flavors. European dried fruit, spicy chocolate orange. American citrus, vanilla, tropical fruits. Hogshead, 32%, but 31%. Punch on, 30%, and barrel, 7%. But wait, there's more. The result is an extraordinary single malt flavor, which offers a multitude, multi-sensory experience of flavor and aroma, with an ABV of 48.3%. Edition number three represents a sweet and fruity character, which brings to the fore fruits, notes of vanilla, fresh coat, fresh cut oak, florals, and dried fruits, an alluring whiskey that pushes the boundaries and reflects the artistic genius of the collaborators who united to curate this distinctive single malt. I, I, I believe I did catch the perfume. Uh, mm-hmm. I might be grabbing oak, but it's hard to find. Oh, and I wait. don't get anything after that. Tasting notes. With a natural color of barley gold, edition number three is a sensory journey of flavor and aroma intimately entwined. The note the nose is reminiscent of a fine fragrance, but not actually a fine fragrance. Just reminiscent. Leading with vanilla, fresh coat oak, and delicate florals. Orange van- orange oil provides subtle grandeur while ginger, cinnamon, and nutmeg flit in and out. Vanilla imparts sweetness, leading citrus fruits forward, then allowing chocolate to show. Burnished oak delivers a soft ending. The palate is sweet citrus and vanilla, while ginger and cinnamon are balanced with a light, resinous oak finale. The finish is sweet and long and fruity. And completely full of shit. I don't know. I'd give it... No, know, no, shit is not listed. The snickerdoodle, the right. Christmas cake, like those, basically they named the, ingredients the, in there. The, the, the spices yeah. that they named, I'll grant. Everything else, ah. Uh. The, the big thing for me was the cork dorkery of it's leading it, it, it's in, it's out. Oh, we have this, and it's like... The smooth ending, like bullshit song. The, the way it sounded is there are about 47 flavors that are somehow individually led in and out of your palate. And I'm like, no. This, this is not Baskin Robbins. I'll grant you the majority of the, sort of the 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 culminative uh, fruitcake. It had mm-hmm. spices and fruits and blah, blah, blah. But that... that Delicate. This they were not individual. Like, like they were not things that you could really individually pick out. No, it was all very muddled together. It was yeah. not. And and, uh, and I question whether or not I got an orange citrus. Oh note. yeah, yeah, yeah. There were definitely some. You know, bullshit. I would wear that perfume. But on top of it, I doubt they listened to the perfumer at fucking all. Or at the very least, mm. if they did, hear me out, hear me out, if they did, none of that got onto the box. They aren't talking about base notes, they aren't talking about, you know, dry downs, they aren't talking about immediate things using that language. They're saying, let's have a perfumer make a whiskey and then pretend like he wasn't involved in the process at all because they're assuming that we aren't coming from a background where those things make sense. I feel like the whiskey they have described would make a great perfume. That was not the whiskey that I tasted, and it's not the whiskey I smelled. Maybe, I don't know, it doesn't smell bad, but... I would say that I think the perfumer was heavily involved, 
and that it had more to do with the nose mm-hmm. than it did to oh, do yeah. with the taste. What, yeah. what he yeah. said was that they utilized the perfumer's articulation of aromas to select dominant notes, which really means that they're selecting which amounts of which scotch to put mm-hmm. in. Sure, that makes sense. That makes but sense. But the flavor, I'm like... Yeah, maybe the nose. I still don't think the nose got everything that they think they got. But the taste was like, maybe you should have done something different. Yeah, and the way they described it, it's interesting to me because, you know, you bring in a perfumer. You go to all that trouble, I assume. But, you know, they only mention it sort of in passing as a novelty thing. It would have been very interesting to me if they would have described this like you would describe a perfume. Because they could have, and they didn't. So they have marketing handles the words. There's there's two things yeah, on but the marketing and they get paid the by the word apparently. Yeah, um, there's two things. Changed it. There's two things on the other side here. One is a, is from the perfumer, deliciously fresh and citrus with a sublime hint of toffee and vanilla, an extens- an astonishing enveloping softness. Nothing soft about this, right? And 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 I'm like, it's I don't know in a f- what they mean by an envelop enveloping softness, but. The thing that to me is telling, they show, I know it's a visual, but they, they have a barrel that is cut into pieces, which lists the different things that they used. And here's the problem. There are six different cuts. That's a lot. And that's, I, I think that's just too many. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's my plebeian palate and nose, but I mean, they're... No, I mean that's Medosa exactly butts, what refill butts, Tavesa butts and punch on, uh, bourbon hogshead, Tavesa hoghead, and bourbon barrels. Did you get the orange blossom? And <laughs> that's, I think that's just too much to try and jam into. Uh, I I agree. It, it runs into the, the same uh, issues that uh, I, I I find run afoul in uh, in blended scotches. I get the orange blossom. I okay. put it on my stupid arm, and I get the orange blossom now. This was never meant to be drank. No, I think I think and, it, it and, sounds... and our scores shall reflect that. <laughs> I think that this is a great example of it's not, not that on not working between because it, it it makes I can see the idea of well we'll get the master perfumer in he will have all these notes and it will mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll take we we'll get a man with a good nose. And then we'll guide the the selection and finalize it. And it's like, exactly. No, what he selected might make a really great perfume. Mm. We don't drink perfume. I mean, some people do, but I don't recommend it. Yeah. Not that I ever did. (laughs) Um, That one time I was drunk. They they handed me the bottle. Is this is this booze or perfume? (laughs) It's perfume. (laughs) Sorry, that's a a Mulaney joke. (laughs) So. I I'm hard pressed to figure out where to rate this because it wasn't horrible. It wasn't like, oh god, we've had some on this show that are just terrible. Yeah, but it's not terrible. It's not undrinkable. I mean it. I mean it kind of is, but it's if Macallan was a blend. Yeah, this is kind of the equivalent mm-hmm. of like if Macallan by itself could put out. The worst blend it could think of. That is, in fact, what this would be. It's still actually relatively drinkable, but I, man, it I don't is, really want to. I don't want to. 
Um, and for I can't even remember what these were priced at. I'm oh, I'm sure, sure. not. They they are more expensive than standard Macallan, and that's already too expensive as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm gonna I I'm gonna go with two seven. I, I mean, it, I could easily be argued slightly up or slightly down. It's below average. I don't want to have it, but it wasn't horrible. What did I give the first one two weeks ago? The first one two weeks ago, you gave me two seven five. Okay, this is definitely worse than that. Uh, I would give this a 2-3. It's not bad, but if I'm judging... If I'm using my metric of, am I likely to drink this again? No. There's some things about it I like, but none of the things I about it that I like are particularly interesting or hard to get. There's nothing that this offered that I didn't feel like I couldn't get with, like, a much, much cheaper bottle of something with vanilla and smoke in it. Because I feel like that's the best that this had to offer. It was just so harsh. If there was something more in there, I couldn't get to it above the alcohol shouting at me. It smelled good. And no lie, when I put it on my skin, it smelled nice. It did. It makes a good perfume. You could simply buy... Vanilla, it's cheap perfume. Vanilla and um, yeah, actually, and smoke. <laughs> yeah, and and pour those together, and then find something alcoholic that didn't change, and, and vodka. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I feel bad giving it something so low. Maybe there's something in there I'm missing, but I just I couldn't see myself coming back to it often. I would choose something else. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna go with a two five just because of the. The sheer amount of scotch that I've had, I don't think I can give it lower than this because anything lower than this actually is bad. This is just below average and not something that I would willingly go back to. I think if somebody asked me if if this was the only bottle that they had and my options were to, to be sober or have a glass of scotch, I think I would in fact drink this. But I, I would first ask... Do you have Are anything you else? Sure. Is there <laughs> nothing else here? My, my, bathtub gin, maybe. <laughs> my 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 thoughts on this are twofold. One, I w- I want to try it out of the freezer to see if that tames the alcohol a little bit. Um, and I want to try this in Dr Pepper because this is one I think that could blend nicely into Dr Pepper and and, and have some fun stuff come out of it. Um, I mean, for a Macallan, I you know, yeah, I, this sullies their reputation. Yeah, well, yeah I don't, I don't not think, for me. I don't think the reputation but. is that good. I mean, for for Macallan, the, the, this ranks in the upper half of the Macallans I've had. Because mm. I don't, I don't particularly I'm, I'm generally with care. On this I mean, I I, I prefer, I, <clears throat> and I certainly prefer this to any Belvini I've had, except for that one bottle of yours. <laughs> um, so I mean, I, initially I was thinking I was going to give this maybe a three one, but I'm I think I'm going to go the other direction. I think I'm going to make give it a two nine. Um, I'd like that snickerdoodle note I was getting. Um, so just a, a, just a touch of water, but it, it, this is still awfully harsh. So basically, I think if I gave myself a generous pour of this and I knocked it back quick with this little bit of water, because the, the, the intention is to let the alcohol hit me, drunk. that 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 might be all right. But if you did it with an ice cube, it might be pretty good. If I, I, had I feel that'd be too much water. If like I had someone punch me immediately after the ice cube, sure. If I had someone punch me just before or just after drinking this. <laughs> Yeah, this that might be good with a little bit of blood in your mouth. <laughs> it's like when you have to come up with strategies to, okay, if I do this, this, and this, it's just palatable. Yeah, like, yeah. I, 
No, I I'm with, I'm with you. It's not terrible, no, but it's man, not. It's, it's, just, it's not it's not there. And it's when not you easy. factor in price it's and low. rarity, it's, 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 it's not impressive, and it's not ninety dollars. No, yeah. And there's a lot of scotches I would rather drink. For yes, you. yeah. There's a lot of scotches I'd like to to just randomly pick up because odds are I probably will like them more. Um, excuse me. So. Since I forgot to ask this two weeks ago when we were having this, I hope did everybody have a pleasant holiday. I avoided my folks, so yes. All right. There's I one. mean, t- t- technically, that that of Wayne's was more out of um, Xerxes was having some health problems, and I wanted to keep an eye on him um, than than you know truly just desiring to avoid my my mom. But uh, I don't. I hardly ever see my dad, and I, and I did see him over Thanksgiving. So I mean, I've had my visit for the year. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Mom and I have been trying to get together for a while, and it just hasn't happened. Um, and I it, and by now, I'm sure it has, but with you know time being what it is, um, <laughs> because you know time travel, and so you know that that thing. But uh, yeah, I, I I didn't do anything, and I, and I wanted to say as far as that goes, I'm, I'm sorry I, I completely missed our Thanksgiving tradition. Cause yeah, I, that I, was I, a pity. Yeah, but I I, I for, completely forgot to go to the Rodizio that day. <laughs> I went to my friend Paul's instead. So, yeah, well, uh, double, you know, two two time guests of the show, Paul on Sotsal. I was over at his place for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. So, um, but yeah. Uh, so otherwise, otherwise, I mean, it was generally chill. I spent some time in the office too, doing convergence work because um, you know it was it was a day that I had off, <laughs> so I had time to do other things. So it, it wasn't a complete rest and relaxation day for me, sadly. But being sick kind of blows, but. Uh... It was not the worst sickness I've ever had, so it was still an enjoyable holiday. And watching a six-year-old open their presents is terrifying and reminiscent of um, shark or piranha stripping something down to the bone. Mm. It was it was uh, impressive. I'll go there. Yeah. Great. I like it. Yeah. I I I should point out one, one, one clarifying thing though. I did go to an awfully fun solstice party. So so did I, but I was performing. What? Tell yes. me more. The First Unitarian Society solstice event. Uh, I was a winter wind. Yes, I blew. Wah, wah. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, well, I was one of the quarter readers. Oh, so. that's great. Yeah, it was fun. It was very, uh, very chill. There was a mummer's play. The kids had fun. There was a fireworks over Loring Park, so we got to watch that because, hey, that's where we look out. And then people ate a lot of food and desserts, and there was a bunch of dancing. That sounds awesome. So, yeah. Mummers have a near and dear place in my heart. I don't see nearly as much of them as I'd like. My holidays were good. Good. Solstice party. I have a 1750s period New Year's Eve murder mystery coming up. Or, or you well, did. Well, you had it. I hope yeah. it was good. You should tell us about it sometime. I, I look forward to it. I'm Time sure travel. my costume was great, and uh, it We're having ended with well before New Year's. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. My holiday was great. <laughs> and Dave, we're happy to see you in town. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm back from California, and I think today I'm actually in. Uh, I think I'm in Wisconsin right now. So, um, <laughs> but you're here in spirit. Yes, that's right. After projecting, drinking, drinking your scotch, you know. 
Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm in. You must be blowing through your willpower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dave doesn't have. He's just that. spending a couple of quint. It's fine. It's no. fine. Yes, I am in Wisconsin right now. I'm in Eau Claire. So, um, there's another bottle. I had uh, what? I don't get to talk about my holiday. No, Fuck you, you do. You do. Keep going. You all. All but, right. you, but you can pour while you're talking, because I think you can multitask. He doesn't that. need to. So, uh, I had a pretty good Christmas. Uh, holidays, whatever. I don't really do the Christmas thing, but um, or really any other holidays. But I saw my family, or some of my family, and uh, saw some friends. And, fuck, I was off for three and a half weeks, so it was a good time. So That is great. a nice time. Yeah. Uh, December 7th. Through January second, it's off. So that was nice. nice. And what we're drinking right now is the Glen Kadam Twenty One, which was given to me by my father for Christmas. Nice. Mm. So. Speaking of the holidays. Yeah. So this is uh, gonna be. I am not familiar with Glen Kadam. No, is, me neither. Uh, this was that uh, something an... that came from Certix, uh, and they had just gotten uh, so the... available. Reopen distillery, or I'm not sure. I'm not I sure. I didn't do any real looking into them. I'm sure that because there are actually words on the box that there is something about their history or whatever. I thought I saw like an 18 something on there. So. I I happened to be at Certix the week they. Oh yes, 1825 established. It says. <laughs> yeah, I, I was at Certix the week they got these, mm-hmm. um, which was about two years ago. No. Um, and they were doing a tasting. I did not have the 21, uh, but they did have the, the, the 12, or was it the 14? I don't, I, whichever the lowest end yeah, yeah. of what they have, they, they've got at least three expressions. Um, whatever the low end was, and, you know, it it was a tasting. It was a thing. Um, note, I did not rush to buy the, the, the 12 yeah. or whatever it was, but, you know, I didn't hate it. Um, and and I did meet someone who will likely be an eventual guest on this show who I reconnected with at Paul's Thanksgiving because he happened to be there and he walked in there and was like, dude, I know you. And I'm like, yeah, Cerdix. And I'm like, that's it. And so it was very funny. Cool. Uh, and Paul's like, what? And I'm like, your world. And he's like, yeah, I know, right? The, uh, this has no added coloring, so you probably won't get any caramel notes in here. I'm getting sweet oak. It's what, it's what comes to mind. I'm getting a, let's say a green apple. <laughs> really? What kind of green apple would you say? Would it be tart or juicy? I don't want to say it's tart. I'm thinking maybe Granny Smith. Okay, I think I I get that. Maybe a, a fresh hay. See, initially I was getting a very heather type thing, and yeah, and then Dave had to go and mention apples. <laughs> and I even named a real fucking apple for the first time in five years. <laughs> well, hang on, have I missed all the imaginary apples? Yeah. Oh, I, made, I make them up. Yeah, I, I make am them so up. Sorry. <laughs> no, this, this just a mock CDS. This this is his mockery. So so in in this in this years like a Bonnie vengeance. <laughs> in, 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 in years two and three. Basically, anytime there was an apple, I, and I, I would very quickly name the the particular type of apple I thought it was, and and Dave decided that would be a fun running gag. <laughs> it's a real apple. This I think time. it's an orange Spock nobbit. You know, they just came out with them from the U. Perhaps it, a golden rebellion. There we go. 
I, I do get lingering notes of Apple on the end. At first I got it up front, but, you know, curse you. <laughs> so it's moved into pear territory for me. Mm. Oh, I'm still What's getting... the percent on this? There's a bit of an alcohol. Well, now the apple is back. It, it, it's, it's, okay, yeah. It, it ranges between white fruits. It's interesting. The finish is definitely the fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gone to tasting it yet. This nose is still fascinating me. The initial... Okay, I want to reset, Dave. I'm getting white fruit. Just the initial small taste. <laughs> now I can... They would have made it if they're... Okay. They would have made it, they say, if they made white fruit bay. But the I, winds of November come early. I, I, I see where you're going with that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wreck your joke. <laughs> I, I want it to be smoother. Yeah. Um, it's not offensive at all, but for a 21, I there's a level of smooth that it should have. Just should be smooth. Yeah. This yeah. is this is Steve Urkel when he turned 21. It's still Steve Urkel. Yeah. He's, he, there's no... Okay, I did the nose reset, and holy shit, the Granny Smith hit me, like, clockwise upside down. Yeah, so. Dave is right! <laughs> and out Apple Cedius! Boom! <laughs> Apple Cedius. Stopped clock. Twice a day. How you like them apples, motherfucker? <laughs> well, <laughs> usually pretty well. Oh no, I'm kind of crabby about it. Uh, uh, don't 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 pitch me softballs like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty green here, but you keep that going, and he'll be seeing red. <sighs> oh wow, yeah. Uh, the apple just right on the nose. I'm surprised there's no swelling yet. Yeah. Wow. Damn. All right. So now, now Lots finally, the cherries. Lots of cherries. That's okay. That's, I did not like the taste of that at all. Really? First drink? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I, I, had, I, I had only noticed it to that point. Yeah, that was not happy times. Oh. I mean, I'm not saying it's perfection, but I was not having that negative no, reaction. No, I didn't have any, any, any animosity towards it. I just didn't... Uh, I, I, I want it to be five Two. years smoother. It is a toned-down Springbank 15 on my to, palate. To quote... Um, as I so rarely get to, but having a child, I've gotten an earful. Uh, a My Little Ponies comment of, it needs to be, sm- this is a, par- uh, a paraphrase, it needs to be smoother. Maybe 20% smoother. Yeah, I will say, I think this is the fruitiest scotch I have ever had. I haven't drank a lot of scotch, but... You know, if it's if it's fruity before, it's usually fruity and caramely and sort of butterscotchy, and the banana-ish or maybe mango notes might get lost. I don't know that I've ever had one that has tasted so much like apple or perhaps pear, but it, it's it's interesting to me. But maybe it's just the novelty of it. It's pretty amazing what happens when you don't throw a shit ton of caramel color in something. Thank you for that. I get lemon pledge, so fuck you for that. I, I mm. haven't having drank Tubi. I would highly recommend comparing the two, or perhaps not because Tubi is terrible, but this is nowhere nearly as close to lemon pledge as other things I have drank. This is um, wet. It's sliding into the lemon zone, though. There definitely is more oh. citrus. Yeah, there's uh, a little bit of citrus note with, with a okay, wet, wet nose, um, but the apple comes out more too. I'm really liking it dry. I'm I'm almost reluctant to add water. 
You get a little alcohol burn because that's what happens when you with a lot of these. It's it's gained like at least a, a tenth of a point because I've enjoyed watching Cedius. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. His his adding water was was a, clearly a, an accidental overpour. <laughs> no, my my adding water was I added normal water and then I shot it and then cleared my glass because no. Uh, there's there's definitely more burn with it wet, um, and there is a little bit of the citrus, a little lemony flavor. I got the lemony um, finish. Yeah, I'm getting uh, that now. And the the the, it's definitely not as smooth, uh, wet as it was neat for sure. Uh, still not super hating it. I definitely wish it was smoother, but it's a different enough. Scotch that I'm enjoying the uniqueness of yeah it. yeah yeah that's a that's a definite plus uh, the the roughness if it weren't if I didn't know it was 21 yeah it wouldn't be bothering me I'd be like oh for like a 14 year old yes yeah, this was a 12 oh. I would I would be if this were a 12, I'd be like wow okay and 14 to 15 I'm like okay it's it's not like rough. Twenty one though, yeah. Like there's a there's just a a, a standard that I, I I feel has to be oh. met at a twenty one that surprisingly good in the burp. <laughs> not something I normally like try and rate, but um, <laughs> unexpectedly pleasant. <laughs> I don't recommend that you'd go there, but you know, hey. There's two tents uh, that it wins. <laughs> one for Cedius, one for the burp. Cedius <laughs> is just like, I hate you all. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, very different. Um, it has the... the uh, I don't know how much of this is being biased because I don't know uh, Glenn Kadam. Um, but... Tell us of this scotch, sir. Glencadon Distillery is located about a half a mile outside the ancient and former British burr of Brechin in the kingdom of Angus in the eastern highlands of Scotland. The essential supply of pure water for distilling depends on Glencadam's long-held rights to springs about half a mile away in the Umthank Hills. Glen Kadam has operated two pot stills since the beginning. An unusual feature about the stills is that their lye pipes run upwards at an angle of 15 degrees rather than downwards. The belief is that this helps to produce a particularly delicate and mellow spirit which after maturation yields sweet and fruity notes in the final product. The expression has been bottled at 46% volume to retain the whiskey's unique and natural characteristics and subtlety of taste, and by not chill filtering this whiskey, it ensures that the aromatic components in the whiskey are preserved to enhance presence and flavor. No caramel coloring has been added to the single malt so that the naturalness of the whiskey from the cask can be enjoyed to the full. Tasting notes, color, light golden, 
Nose, floral and elegant with some sweet orange citrus notes. Palette, refined, gentle. Floral with orange citrus and candied peel sweetness balanced by an underlying peppery oak tones. Finish lingering and dignified. So Cork darkery. So full of shit with the exception of citrus notes, which I, I will wholeheartedly endorse. Uh, I mean but I mean they said a whole bunch of shit that mm. that isn't actually like real tasting notes. I was getting the like. oak. I was getting the oak. Yeah, I got the oak, I got the citrus, I got floral, you know, you got You say enough things, some of them will be right. I mean, it's kind of the standard Speyside Highland, like, these are what we're going to say, because we don't really give a shit. Nobody tasted this, so we're just going to put it out the door. I, I Citrus plus floral equals lemon pledge to me, apparently, because fuck this shit. This is, nope, world of nope. You know, I think this is a world of, huh, for me. Is, is it too soon to start saying numbers? No. Because no. I'd, I'd give no. this thing a 3-7. Not because it's good. Hear me out. <laughs> because this thing is harsh. This oh, thing is mean oh, and it's harsh you. and it could that be was... so much better. I'm giving it a four because it's shit. Well, no, but I, it's new to me. No, it's I totally understand. I just love the... No, I'm giving it the score. Not because it's good. Don't think I like it, but... It's it's not that I don't like it, but it's it's that I find it interesting. I, I feel like it has a compelling thing that says, "Hey, think about this kind of thing." It sold me on Apple Notes, which before small story about ten years ago, my father put in his very first beer for rating at the state fair. Now it was not one of his better batches. It was in fact probably the worst batch of beer he has ever brewed. However, it was the one that was ready in time for the state fair. <laughs> and that nobody had drank all of. So he entered it. And it turns out, whenever you enter a beer at the Minnesota State Fair, they have all the judges taste it and compile a full list of tasting notes. And the notes that stuck out most to me were plasticine apples. And henceforth, I've struggled to find something all that appealing about apples in dark liquor. Why would you do such a thing? And, you know, this has made a compelling argument, not necessarily for itself, but for white fruit notes in other things. And, you know, it's it's not that bad. The oak kind of sells it for me. But, you know, it's, it's opened my mind a little bit. And maybe it's just in the right place at the right time. But, you know, I'll stick to it. Did your dad use that as his new brewery label? Plasticine no. apples brewing. He was so embarrassed. I don't think he's entered a beer since. And they make good beer, but that was not one of them. Um, I'm really hard-pressed to figure out a number for this. Because, yeah, rough for 21. Different? Couple little bonuses. You know, Sidious and uh, Burps. And um, that was very different. Um, I would drink it if it was offered to me. I'm not going to go out and buy it. So I think it's going to end up as a 3.2. Yeah, so I'm having a hard time with the, the numbering on, uh, numberings on this because, unfortunately, I do know how much this cost. Um, sorry, Dad, if you're listening or if you do listen to this episode uh, when it airs. Um, I, I saw the I saw the, the price tag because Cerdix doesn't do a very good job of hiding it. Um, but... The yeah, it, 
sight unseen, if somebody just said, here, have some scotch, I would I would have some critiques, but I would probably even have a second glass. Uh, if somebody told me that it was a 21 and that they had other scotches, I would probably want to try those other scotches after that first glass. But if somebody just put a glass of scotch in front of me, I would drink it and drink it happily. Uh, now that being said, OCS hasn't gone yet. I'll wait. I'll I'll, I'll hold on to the for, to the price. But oh, uh, I, I was at Sodex when they came out. I I remember roughly where this falls. So yeah, yeah, um, it's not going to affect my number. I, I promise. Yeah, that's true. Um, but for one hundred and sixty-five dollars, I would probably stay far, far away from it. Yeah. However, my my score is not going to uh, going to reflect that. Uh, I thought it was just fine as a as a scotch in general. But as far as a uh, a high end scotch that I would yeah. pay one sixty to two hundred for, I, I, I would. There are many things that I would pick above this, so I'm gonna go. I'm First gonna go. and foremost, the Glenlivet twenty or Glenfiddich twenty one. Yo, fuck yeah, yeah God, the any Albert day Feldy, twice on the Aberfeldy twenty one. Um, the uh, yeah, no, I mean the Grand Reserva. I'd buy fuck. I'd buy two of those before I bought another bottle of this. But I'm um, sorry, Dad. Uh, he loves you very much, which is why he. I, no, I mean in all rea- all reality, this is the best that he's ever done as far as as far as. Scotch for Christmas, so I give him good props. If you listen to this, Dad, um, you you did a fine job. This wasn't the most magical scotch I've ever had, but it, it is eminently drinkable, and you and Mom can have some. Um, yeah, don't give him something that's too good, or you'll never see it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I think a three three. First, I wish to say, Plasticine Apple is my orange nine millimeter cover band. Uh, second. Uh, no. Would rather drink plain vodka. More impressive. Uh, yeah, I'll Karkov? One. Karkov, not even through a Brita over this. Uh, one nine. This, this was, this was bad. I did not like it at all. This, this was, there, there, there was nothing good here. You would not drink that, this on a boat. You would not drink this with a float. No, I would not drink this with ginger ale. Oh, I mean no. I mean, at a bare minimum, it would require it to be mixed with something. I mean, this this is like I said, I, this is very reminiscent of the Springbank Twenty One to me, and I, I just can't get past it. It it smells of apples. Wait, but the still Springbank Twenty One. I'm sorry, sorry, the Springbank Fifteen. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Here. Yeah, we haven't had the Twenty One yet. Sorry. We'll we'll get there. Um, no, I'm sorry. I meant the Fifteen. You know, the legendary trash Scotch that's not the Pendrick. Yeah. Uh, that we've talked about on this show. Um, yeah, this this was by far my least favorite this month. I, I would I would buy the Macallan again over having a free glass of this. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so note to self, not his favorite. You were a treat to watch though. Yeah, um, this is cool. I will also oh. mention I've just I I had to look up the distillery just out of curiosity. They mothballed in two thousand. Three, okay, and then sorry, in two thousand, and they sold in two thousand three. Who immediately restarted it? Uh, they do a lot of blended, but they also now have the one single malt line. Uh, okay, so this is also, from before they mothballed. Yeah, dumb right. question. Yeah. How did that work? No, no, no. So what they do is when they when they mothball, yeah, uh, they they will store, they will keep the casks, and then whoever buys it then gets the casks 
and Got they've it. aged it, so sure. they can maintain a value. Um, there have been a several distilleries that did it. It's like when uh, Brulotti changed master distillers. Mm. There was a point where you're like, all right, everybody gets buy as much of this stuff as possible because we know it's really good and we have no idea what this jackass master distiller who's been doing who knows what yeah it's going to take 12 years for us to know whether or not he's a fuck off which it turns out unfortunately he was mm-hmm. um so yeah comparatively i yeah. i wonder if during that process maybe because i heard a lot of this doesn't taste like a 21 i wonder if during that process where the barrels were stored wasn't ventilated in the right way so that it wasn't off-gassing properly and it wasn't aging quite I'm right. sure. I'm sure this isn't where they were all stored, but the picture that comes up, apparently <laughs> they were stored on the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this was made on a lawn... As opposed to being in a warehouse, I mean, I suppose that could make a difference. I don't know if this just happened to be like they had used all these and were cleaning them when the picture was taken. I have no idea, but I just... Amusing. Uh, the other thing <laughs> is that they have uh, 12, they, they have a 10, 12, 14, 15, and 21. So obviously some of them are the new, and they have some that are bourbon, port, and Oloroso. It, it may have even been the 10 then that I tried it. So all, all I know is uh, I, I sampled it. It was cheap. I still didn't want it. And I saw the 21, but that, that was not available for sampling. They, they had a couple of them. But yeah, no, nothing nothing about this distillery from what I had said I, I want to have these on the show. The, the owner, I will give them this. They have a better owner than most of it. Owned by Angus Dundee. That's quite right. the name. That's like Annie Jump Cannon. Annie Jump Cannon. Wow. This whiskey. They, um, they only have two stills, but they're still like 1.5 million liter per year. Yeah. 14,000 liters per still. Yeah. Anywho, so that's the Glen Kadam. Sounds like a uh, Cirque du Soleil show. Yeah, I'd be I... curious to try some of the younger ones from after they've been after they reopened, mm-hmm. uh, just to just to taste the differences and see if they're uh, if they're maturing better. It is a Highland, so uh, it's probably triple distilled. Doesn't say, but it's. Probably triple distilled, which is why it was so pale, and yeah. the notes were even th- were very thin because that's usually what they do in the Highlands. It also would be interesting to see if uh, with the the other finishes where that takes it. Mm, yeah, if they finished it in other stuff. No, they sure. said they had a bourbon port and oloroso. Oh, in the yeah, in the, sure. Um, I mean, the oloroso I'd be interested in more than anything else, but I don't think port could save this. I definitely don't. I'm making no predictions. I'm just saying that's what they said. <laughs> and 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 the bourbon, uh, if, frankly, I'd be scared would make it worse. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's so much. To, unlike some things where you know whoever is the final manufacturer or the the floor boss or whatever, and you doesn't matter. It just it's somebody who makes sure things don't explode. Master distillers the makes a huge amount of difference. Yeah. I mean, it really is one of the jobs that's still like the the wine, the guy who decides when the wines are ready or how what grapes or whatever and the the master distillers, these are the people who are still making it taste like what it does. So yeah, uh 
if if they have somebody who's really good, I could see one of these expressions being quite tasty as yeah. young. But that's <laughs> could it, go the other way. It, there's there's just a general roughness to this though that I think needs more time in order to be uh, of. Mm-hmm. Of a of a quality of of that price point for sure. The like fact this, this is one where where the the age of it does, should not be driving the price. The 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 but complexity and the the smoothness should be driving the price. At, at the fact that this is a twenty one tells you that they didn't they didn't add anything younger. They yeah. can't have. So this is what probably whatever was basically sitting in the warehouse yeah. when they bought it. Right. And so, I don't know how much play there the. Would well, if they bought it in two, if well, they bought it, well, let's see that. That's, that's the that's the question. Really, is that um, you know, being that it's twenty one, if it was mothballed, let's see, let's say this was actually actually bottled in twenty eighteen. That means that it was you know ninety seven. This is a distillery that legitimately went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you and know, they're, well, it was sold uh, and then it was mothballed and then for three sold. years. Right. So it legitimately went out of business, stuck around for three years because nobody really wanted to touch them, them or their product for three years. And so, right, a, a fresh, t- I'd like to see what a, what this year's 10 year tastes like. Yeah, it would be, it'd be very interesting. To, to see. And also, because um, they could also be using a little of the older stuff mm. to play around. And unfortunately, that's the problem, is I, I, I wonder if we should... Yeah, I, I mean, we all want to wait another 5, 10 years well, before we're already at this. 15 since they were reopened. So... A, they should be through most of the old should, A 10-year should be well... Like, they shouldn't be putting anything over 15 and thus... They really absolutely have to to smooth it out. And it, clearly from the <laughs> flavor of the 21, we can see that, that that's not probably not going to help. This yes. one has. So uh, I, I would be hard-pressed to believe that we're going to have anything from uh, over 15 uh, in, in there. Yeah. In any significant amount. And it, it could be that just because of the climate of where they are that... Because uh, I don't know where in Scotland necessarily they are geographically. Yeah, I didn't look. Um, but you know that it might be cooler, and things just might age slower there too. So mm-hmm. that's entirely a possibility. It and be, it would be interesting to see what happened. I've heard there's some sort of pressure aging filtration technology. Oh yeah, there super stuff. is. I wonder what would happen if we would put one of these things through something that could actually age it and see what came out. Because this does seem like it's rough. Mm. I haven't had a ton of twenty-one years. Y'all are much more experienced than I am, but it did. It did seem very rough, and mm-hmm. I'd be very interested in seeing what came out the other side of it. Because to me, this was interesting. I haven't had something yeah. with such white fruit notes that was interesting before. That's that's why I think we're all kind of like, I wonder what a ten or a twelve would be. Yeah. If if it's a reasonable price, I could totally see grabbing, just just as a. I got to see what this is like now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's where that's what I was saying before about the master distiller makes a vast difference. And sometimes we've read them where it's bragging about this is his his swan song, and mm-hmm. you're like, he didn't sing early enough. Yeah, yeah. and sometimes you're like, 
I hope they keep this guy chained in the <laughs> distillery because this is awesome. So uh, what do what do people have to um, to flog? Well, like I said, fearless stuff coming up. You know, keep an eye on the website. Uh, Fear, fearless Five Noir and uh, Rosen Cranston Guns to Your Dead. Uh, fearless Presents will be happening uh, tail end of this month. So I want to see that stuff fourth Saturday. I forget what the pattern on that one is. Um, but check that out. I'm not sure what this month's uh, theme is because Fearless Presents is that show that that has a different flavor every every time. Um, it will only be a couple months, if that, from uh, from the big fundraiser too. Yep, Die Laughing will be coming up in April. Um, so be ready for that. We're 50 hours of straight comedy coming at you. I would not say it's straight, but I would say it's uninterrupted. Sure. Yes. Uh, my my daughter, uh, it's not in, in February, but, or January, but uh, in February my daughter turned seven, so I'd like to flog that, Aww. so to speak. Congratulations Thank for you. having a child. Thank you. I have seven years post-spawn, and we're all still alive. That's good. That's good. I know. I'm, I'm keeping to the positive. <laughs> well, or I'll just turn 41 and no one cares. You'll have turned 41? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Yep. Damn kid, get off my lawn. Called it. Yep. Is 41 prime? I think so. Well, you've got that coming for you. Sure. You're in A prime. A, a prime I'm, cut. Yeah. Prime I'm, cut of Cedius. It says prime on his t shirt. Yeah. Must be true. Yeah. Mine, I, 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 I wore it. I forgot I was having the podcast tonight, or I would have worn my uh, Gondor. Um, brewing company T-shirt. Uh, I, I don't know. Toothless might be accurate for you too, old man. I'm just. Uh, uh, I got nothing. Yeah, no, you don't. That, that's what was there. That's what I went with. Yep. Yep. So we've we've kept you locked up in the basement for the last two weeks. So you've had tons of time to think of a toast. Indeed. What day in February is it? It is January. 16th. Oh, it is January 16th. I think it's January time, 16th. I see now. Time flies when you're locked in a basement. That's it right. Does. Well, I'm, with all that scotch, I mean, she's not been sober. Right. It's it's true. She is a happy drunk. It was a lot of fun. It is good. It's not the worst basement to be locked up in. Uh, by the way, I hope you weren't looking forward to having any left. You have nice scotch. I mean, you know, I, I give it away to podcasts I go on, so I mean, it, it, it's what I do. Well, uh, coming into February, it's the time of year where people are often self-conscious about people around them. Go out to dinner with everybody. Eat all the food. Have a great time. Eat all the food. All the food.